What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Hey, guys, I'm just sitting down with some interesting humans, and I'm trying to gain some perspective. So I appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, taking this ride with me. It's uh, It's been one hell of a journey, and we have two amazing humans that I'm sitting down with today. But before I get to my guest, I got to send a big thank you out to my good friends over at Jombo Superfoods. You guys can go check them out. Go to jombocbd.com today. They have a full line of CBD products. They have topicals and sprays. Uh, they have drops. They have a brand new uh, low temperature process extra virgin olive oil, which is amazing. I absolutely love it. One of my favorite things to do is make popcorn on the stove. I use that for my oil, a little bit of pink Himalayan sea salt. You have your corn. That's it. That's all it takes. And you have a very healthy snack. And then you get all the benefits of CBD. It's good for your gut health. It's good for your brain. It's good for your mood regulation. It helps with inflammation. Tons and tons of tons and tons of benefits from that one cannabinoid. And uh you guys can save 20% just by using the code OUTSIDE when you check out. So go check them out. JomboCBD.com. They're almost always doing buy two, get one free. So put two in your cart. I bet they give you that third one for free. You'll save 20% off of that whole thing just by using the code OUTSIDE. Go check them out, guys. My guests today are Brock Wilson and Brittany Phelps. They are one of the area's top fitness couples. I actually kind of it's the, it's the beauty of social media. I became aware of them through, you know, through social media. Brock is a strength and conditioning specialist and he's a former professional hockey player. Brittany, she does personal training, nutrition, group classes. Together they have a company called BB Fitness and they do a lot of online training. They're just some rad-ass humans, so I really enjoyed connecting with them, learning about their story, and we, we get into some, some really good topics, more than just fitness. I think everybody's going to get some value out of this episode for sure. Uh, so here we go, guys. Let's gain some perspective with Brock and Brittany. supposed to do this to sync the audio oh. it's synced that's action, oh, synced. action. <laughs> Did that work I, I i hope so he tells me it does so i just listen i just assume it does it's yeah. all in his hands man so you guys are doing some pretty cool shit together i'd say so yeah we yeah. had a lot of fun kickstarting kind of the, the fitness thing that we've been doing i mean we Brittany and i first met she actually did a um a article on me um i was i was doing some training at a place here in st louis and i got a in inbox she slid into my dms and shot me a message oh, and said, hey got the goods said, hey um i'm interested in doing an interview for you uh, on you and uh you know we we sat down and met at a, at a starbucks and we just really really clicked a lot of the same views and, and i kind of shared my story with her and 
and then we just you know why don't we go catch a workout sometime that whole let's go catch a workout yeah and then it just kind of built like from it. there man and and you know our passions for fitness kind of came together and then our relationship kind of grew and and you know we, we love helping people i mean that's one of the first and foremost things we love the fitness community here in st louis and what we started it kind of going to different gyms and we started this stl fit trips is we, we realized that there's so many great trainers in st louis great oh, yeah. people um that are local you know, and, and we wanted to showcase that and we wanted to kind of get around to the different gyms and really kind of get entwined with the communities that they all have individually. Yeah. Um, and in doing that, we were kind of able to bring the whole bigger picture together. So. That's one of the things I've noticed about you guys is um, like you're popping up in different gyms. Like yeah. And the things that you're posting. And that's not something that you see oftentimes with trainers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're very married. to Like their my gym. This is my <laughs> home yeah. gym. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't they don't travel around and be like, oh, this gym is cool because of this. And this gym is cool because of this. So it's super rad that you guys are doing this. I just <laughs> I think we find it better that we ideally want to bring everybody together as opposed to yeah. everybody trying to be a part and like competition competition with each other. Yeah. We just wanted to find ways to bring the community together. Inclusion is key. Well, you think in, you know, you look at the fitness industry as a whole and there's a lot of egos. Um, And then I think that comes from a lot of insecurities. Um, You know, I think that one of the things that I've learned from Andy and Sal, especially that if you're doing things the right way, you don't have to worry about other people. You know, you don't have to worry about what they're doing. You're confident in what you're providing people. And I think that there are a lot of good businesses and fitness places in in St. Louis that that are providing that. And they're not worried about the other aspect of it, you know. And and there's a lot of people who are accepting of us coming into their gyms. And, you know, even though we are affiliated with other gyms, it was an appreciation for each other, you know. Because there's so many, like you said, there's so many great trainers in St. Louis. And and I want to showcase that because, listen, I believe in what I, I believe in, but I'm not for everybody. She's right. not for everybody. Right. It's our, our style of training isn't going to help Everyone. every single person because everybody needs different things. I think that understanding is so crucial, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, like this is what I'm good at. This is what I can bring to the table. And I may or may not be for you. Yeah. And that's totally cool, right? Like, yeah. there's enough for everybody. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we would do workouts and we're like, yep, no, like pure bar. Uh, this stuff's hard. <laughs> it's not for Give me. me barbell any day. Yeah. I can't do pure bar. <laughs> oh, man. She got me. We got, what, did we go to plank one day? Yeah, I went to plank one day. I'm a big ass man. And that's perfect. <laughs> like, that type of stuff, man. I'm on this machine. It was like, yeah. literally, it was some type of contraption to me that I'd never been on it was like a torture chamber i'm like this shit is not working yeah that's not my jam <laughs> no. no it's so hard yeah. yeah yeah do you guys do crossfit are you guys into those type of workouts we'll do it every now and then um obviously with my sports performance background I- i'm not too keen on it um i think yeah. that it, well, i'm it, not either i'm just that's what i'm curious it's about your... it's not for me um yeah i like to to take my time i don't like to abuse my body and train to fatigue every time um yeah but i'm not knocking crossfit it's just not for me yeah um you know, I played sports my whole life, especially hockey, and I've beaten my body up enough. Yeah, you hockey. Ho- we're going to talk about that. You, guys, <laughs> you hockey players are fucking Rough. insane. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Holy I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. We have, um, I got a few screws loose, that's for sure. How many of your teeth are fake? Uh, two. Okay. I got two fake teeth. They're real for sure. now. It was, it was so funny how people are like, he doesn't. Have, he has all his teeth. And I'm like, some of them are fake. 100% some real. of those are fake. <laughs> like, like, there wasn't know. even a question in my mind. Oh, yeah. When I, when I actually got my teeth knocked out, I swear to God, this was one of those moments in life where the shit slowed down slow motion. Yeah. My, I was skating in the net and I saw the stick come up and then all of a sudden the teeth, literally I could see the teeth spinning in the air and I'm like, <laughs> fuck, my mom's going to kill me. That's what you thought? <laughs> I'm a grown ass man and my mom's going to be pissed about that. Something about moms. <laughs> so do you do CrossFit? So you I had a smile. Look like he's like I yeah. did it for a little bit. Uh, I'm very competitive, so I like the competitive aspect of it. Yeah, like you have a time, try to get as much done as you can. 
I did hurt my shoulder doing it. That's so that was kind of a wake up call right? for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I have a bad left shoulder. That was a wake up call for me where I was like, maybe I should take it down. So it's not completely off my workout agenda. I just don't dabble in it that much anymore. There, there are some really great things about it. 100%. Yeah. Um, I think the best thing is community. It, that's what I was say. The community is what I noticed yeah. is really good pretty much at a lot of CrossFit gyms. Yeah. I just think that anytime you're doing Olympic lifting for speed and yes. time, that's where it, it's it, you're asking for trouble. Well, when you're adding load to dysfunction, yeah. like if yeah. you don't have the capacity or like the movement patterns to actually safely do those yeah. lifts and you start adding load to that, you're going to get injured, yeah, right? Sorry. So that's my biggest issue. Like you, the beef I have is once you start turning it into a competition, yeah. and right. now it's a sport. Yeah. And mm-hmm. some athletes do amazing, but yeah. like the general population, like they're, exactly. they're definitely going to get hurt. You got to know your own limits. Yeah. As far as like being able to do it. Like you can have coaches, they can coach you as far as you can, but yeah. You got to know your own limits. When I think going off that too, it, it all depends on the coaches. Yeah. I think that, that listen, we can sit here and go back and forth about CrossFit, but there's a lot of bad coaches out there in general. In general. In personal training, sports performance training. So I think it really does come down to the coaches and, and the attention to detail. But like I said, that when you go into the CrossFit world, there's so many people involved and there's so little time. And, and like I said, it's just so fast that it's yeah. hard to, to make sure that every single person at that point is doing it the exact way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. And if yeah. you have like any sort of like competitive drive, yeah. you're going to push yourself exactly it's just gonna happen yeah yeah so Brittany why were you uh interviewing Brock so I had I was working for St. Louis Fit Magazine which was a magazine here in St. Louis it is not here anymore but I was their managing editor okay so I was in charge of like getting all the content doing photo shoots literally putting like an entire magazine together it's a lot of work yeah so each article (laughs) we would have like a discover story somebody interesting in St. Louis that did a lot for the community that just had like a really good background story and stumbled upon this goober on okay. Instagram. You found him on, on, on the ground. Yeah. Tell him the real story behind what? it. She, she was a big. She's a big hockey girl. She saw that my dad played for the Blues. That was like a little she, key uh, aspect. I was like, don't okay. like listen. If we're gonna be on this, you gotta be honest. That's the story she told me. So I felt like a piece of meat at that point. Yeah. So no. I was kind of more interested in knowing his dad. Yeah, the goods, bro. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Thanks, dad. Looks had nothing to do with it either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No. So. Well, I'm going to split up kind of your uh, your background yeah. as far as yeah. fitness. Um, so, Brock, you started – so you're from Canada, right? We were talking yeah. a little bit before. You're from Canada. You grew up playing hockey, right? Yeah. Talk, I, talk I, that. I grew up – well, actually, my dad played here in St. Louis, so I grew up back and forth. Um, so I was I would live here during the season when he played for the Blues, and then we would go back to Canada. And then as we got a little bit older – um, that stopped and we ended up, he ended up staying here in St. Louis and retiring here in St. Louis. So, okay. So he spent his whole career here in St. Louis. Yeah. For the most part, he played in Chicago for a little bit as well, but, um, you know, he was one of the first guys in the NHL to incorporate strength and conditioning to his work, you know, to his off summer or off season programs. Smart man. He was, he loved it. Yeah. I think as a young guy coming from Canada, he was 19 years old or actually he was 18. I think when he played his first games, in the NHL, he came from a small town. Now, when you come from a small town and you, all of a sudden you're, you're in the NHL and then all of a sudden it's a business it can turn you off just as quickly as, you know, you love the game in the first place. But for him, I think he fell out of love with the game. Okay. And then he fell in love with the training aspect. So yeah. that was his big thing. It was more of his escape. Yeah. So he fell in love with that. I mean, he got to a point in the NHL where he got to be so big that he, St. Louis started finding him for going to the gym. That's how big he got. Oh, wow. He's just putting on he the mask. He loved it. He loved it. So I think, you know, at the at the tail end of the, his career, he hurt himself. He hurt his back working out. And then as he retired here in St. Louis, he opened up a training facility. And, and that's kind of how it grew for him. Yeah. So you've so. grown up like around the ice, around like yeah. in the gym. Like, that's your whole existence. It's Hockey and, and fitness has been my life. Yeah. I, I've known nothing different. So. Yeah. That's the same, like, kind of thing I'm doing with my kids. Like, they've yeah. just grown up in a gym yeah. since right. they're, like, babies. Yeah. Um, 
curious, what month were you born in? October. Okay. Have you guys read uh, Malcolm Gladwell's book? Um, it's either Tipping Point or Blink. I think it's Tipping Point. And I've heard of it. So it, he's a really great author. He actually he talks about the ten thousand like ten thousand hour rule. You know, like yeah. just mastery. And one of the things he pointed out was like in the professional hockey league, a lot of like the high level, a disproportionate amount of the players yeah. were born in like. January, February, March. Yeah, yeah, because I think that's like the cutoff yeah. for like the the the, the peewee leagues, for, if you will. So they go by like draft year. So in hockey, especially, they go by like your birth year. Yeah. So I'd be an eighty-four. Okay. What year are you born in? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. So you'd be an eighty-seven, right? And the draft, I believe, there there's a cutoff, and I think it's right around November, December, right, right in that area. So if you're a late year birth year. You're you're going into the tail end of that next draft, so you kind of yeah are playing with the younger guys in, in a sense in that. So right, that's why a lot of the players are better. It kind of built into those months. So yeah, me, me I was in October. So uh, okay, really yeah, that's why I was because you're a big dude, right? <laughs> and when you're when you're young like that, like yeah. a whole year of development is yeah. huge. Yeah. And then, a big big difference. Yeah, and then you get like picked for like select teams, so then yeah. you get better coaching, you get more practices, more games, yeah. and then it's just like it's a domino effect. Luckily, I didn't have to worry about that. I wasn't I wasn't overly skilled as a young guy. I was never one of those guys who was like, oh, man, he's going to make it. Um, yeah. I just – I didn't get my dad's skill. Um, I've had a few really great coaches who instilled in me, especially here in St. Louis, a guy named Don Morehouse. He was a hard ass, but it taught me how to be tough. It, yeah. it, it kind of prepared me for that long road ahead of me of what's going to take to get to those next levels. Now, obviously, I didn't make it to the NHL, but, like – I wasn't a super skilled player. I wasn't a fancy player. I was more of a muck and grind type of player, and I worked my ass off every time I stepped into the rink, every time I was at the gym, because that was the only way I was going to make it. I had to do whatever it took, and that included fighting as I got older and and doing (laughs) the little things. I mean, listen, it's a tough road to the NHL, and there's a lot of great skilled players, and and a lot of people don't realize there's guys in the NHL now who might be fighters. They might be tough guys, but – a lot of those guys, when they were younger, they dominated the leagues that they were in. Yeah. Like they were skilled players and, and good players at the younger ages, but when they got in the NHL, they did whatever the hell it took to stay there. Yeah. So. Well, once you get to that high of a level, it's yeah. just the playing field's pretty even at that stage of the game, yeah. right? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's not much difference in, in a lot of those guys. It's just, like you said, it comes down to skill. Yeah. I just gained so much respect for hockey players after like, this last season. Yeah. I wish I could say, like, I, I follow, I don't really follow sports in general, yeah. <laughs> but, like, obviously the Blues just won the cup and I was watching. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, sucked <laughs> into this. I'm like, That's these awesome. guys are intense. Yeah. They're, all of them are huge. Everybody's <laughs> flying around on the ice. They're checking into the boards as hard as possible. I'm just like, this is the greatest fucking oh, yeah. thing. Like, these athletes <laughs> are amazing. That's how yeah. I felt about rugby. I watched rugby for the first time the other day, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I get her, I get so intense. <laughs> I, like, he's like, you want me to change it? I'm like, no. Like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. She watched the uh, – I got her to watch the um, All Blacks versus uh, England. So oh, we watched yeah. the, the so World good. It's a big game. Yeah. That was her first game she's ever seen. So it's a, good one. a hell of a game to watch. Yeah, it's a good one <laughs> so to watch. Good. You know, and I got to introduce her to the hockey and all that too. So I mean, it's yeah. it's a pretty special thing for her to see that. that so was awesome. it's it's intimidating as hell. I'll tell you what. I think hockey's tough, but then I look at rugby players and they're on a different level. Those oh guys God. are freaking animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Each sport is just they're they're very particular a lot. Particular yeah. a lot. I can't say the word <laughs> particularized. There we go. We got <laughs> it. Right. And then their own skill set, right? So yeah. then just every sport brings something new to the mix, and these athletes are phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. So what did you do growing up? So I'm from here. I grew up in St. Charles. Uh-huh. I quit. I, used to, I worked in a doctor's office for seven years. I quit there back last November. Yeah. 
but I did like referrals there and orders there. I quit there though, but I've been a personal trainer for over eight years. Yeah. And I did a lot of online training for like the past six. Okay. So that's like my Instagram obviously is larger. I did a lot of stuff on there. It was fit with Brit. Mm -hmm. So I would do one-on-ones. I did a lot of monthly challenges. So like between 200 to 500 women a month would all do kind of the same program and just kind of get results that way. And I did that for probably over two years. And then once I started the magazine, kind of gave that up. And then once we were going to the gyms again, I'm just like, I really miss that like one-on-one interaction with people. Yeah. So I started doing that again, but were you an at- like were you an athlete growing up? Did no, you play everybody s- asked me that. They're like, "When did you play?" And I'm like, "Nothing." Oh, okay. I'm like such a waste. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we just like realized your athletic potential later in life. That's right? All. Yeah, it she's is. a hell of an athlete too. I tell you what, she gives me a run for the money. What? We're, we're, we got no. <laughs> we go. We're, we're so competitive. competitive. We're competitive I last bet. night. Oh. We're, so last we're night, in we bed were, last we're, night. We're, like arguing. <laughs> we were bullshitting each other last night, laying in bed. She's like, "I'm in better cardio shape than you are." I said. <laughs> yeah, but I kick your ass and everything else. And I was like, I, well, I'm not that bad cardio shape. And then we just start going back and forth and saying that we things that we've beaten each other at. Like it lasts I'm for like, about I 45 minutes. Longer. I can do burpees longer. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but she, I give her credit, man. She keeps up and she's in an amazing shape and she pushes me to be better every day. Like yeah. it doesn't, you know, I just sit back and watch her do things sometimes. And it's, it's, you know, like you said, it's, it's, you find inspiration sometimes in, in places that you wouldn't expect it. And, you know, for me being where I'm at in life, I just never thought I would find inspiration in somebody like her and it's amazing on a daily basis she just inspires me to be better and not only the fitness aspect of it in just a daily life yeah so it's it's pretty unique and special to have that yeah it's important to have a partner like that yeah. right mm-hmm. i mean somebody who's on the same page especially <laughs> when health and fitness is just such a like a foundational part of your life yeah. Yeah. like if you are on the same page with that It'll never work. No. No. It'll never work. Like, no. it's kind of nice. Like, we have, like, our meal preps in the fridge, <laughs> and, like, we'll make each other's pre-workouts. And yeah. <laughs> like, just same wavelengths. It's super nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys are doing something cool for the fitness community in St. Louis, being that, like, you're kind of agnostic in a way. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the Midwest, like, isn't a very, like, health-conscious culture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, f- you find Not yourself fighting that battle? <laughs> yeah, big time. I, like, you get, you hit the nail on the head. It's just, like, if you go to, you know, you go to different cities, and, and I'll use, like, Denver. If you go to a city like Denver and, yeah. and just how active everybody is, it's just so many different places outside of the Midwest, and these people are just constantly doing things. They're fine. But there's also, there's, there's a lot more things to do. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think now if you're looking at the midwest now i think the progression has has really built momentum yeah it's getting more and more active because i think people are sick and tired of living these unhealthy lifestyles i think yeah there's so much information out there now on on you know how fitness can benefit you and like you said it's it's not only just in everyday life it's you know dealing with depression there's so many things that fitness can help you in so many different aspects of your life oh 100 yeah i think people are realizing more now that it's not just a physical yeah thing it's a mental thing that helps you yeah like it all plays together right like the mind plays with the brain like yeah the mind connects to the body the body connects to the mind it's like this whole ever-evolving thing and since like we're we're at this time of year right where we rolled the clocks back and like the days are shorter Mm -hmm. you have less sunlight it's colder people don't want to do things like seasonal depression is a very big thing it's something that i've dealt with i didn't (laughs) even realize i was dealing with it until you just kind of gain the insight it's like oh shit like i I am i am pretty depressed during that time it's like so what can you do to fix that right you can eat well you can drink water you can get outside you can move the one thing we do have in missouri is we have like an amazing conservation exactly. department yeah. yeah so there's tons of hiking yeah there's tons of places <laughs> to get outside and like try Definitely. to do things but i think people are realizing yeah. too that it's not an all-in thing 
yeah. fitness. Like you don't have to go to the extremes anymore. Yeah. It's not just like straight cardio all the time. Like you can find things you love to do. Yeah. It's such an ever evolving field, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Science is always coming out with new information, right. which can kind of be a double edged sword exactly. because you don't know what to believe or what's real. Do I do low carb? Do I do everybody's <laughs> no oh my god. Everybody's <laughs> trying to be the most innovative. And yeah. that's one of the biggest issues is, you know, you s- even you see in sports performance world, you like you see all these guys. And I, I had this big rant the other day. It was about a football player. And, you know, he was on, a, on a, a BOSU ball and he's blindfolded and guys throwing stuff at him. And you're sitting there wondering, like, yeah, that might look innovative and that might look cool. But the, it, there's no translation from that to the field. Right. right. And like two days later, the guy tore his ACL. I mean, and, and I'm not saying that's because that's the reason, but I mean. There's a lot of reasons that it could have happened, but it's definitely not something that's going to benefit you. It can actually hinder you, and and yeah. that's what ended up what happening. But like, as as a strength coach, you sit there and you're sitting there and you're wondering, like, you get these parents that are saying, "Well, why isn't my kid doing that?" Right. You know. Yeah. Or or you see parents now having their kids in the basement doing that stuff, and it's irresponsible for for strength coaches out there. And you're talking about NFL strength coaches who are putting that content out there, and it's just irresponsible. But people are like, "Oh, he's so innovative, and yeah. that's so great," and it's like, "Well, no." No, there's nothing wrong with sticking to the basics and being simple in your plans. You know, push, pull, hinge. Yeah, it's necessary. <laughs> it's exactly. necessary. You have to do that. You know, like the basics are what win championships. Even with food, like I feel like, especially like our training, like that's what we try to basics. Like you don't need to be extreme. You don't have to like extreme dieting. Like just get your food in check. Yeah. Follow basic workouts and yeah. you'll get the results. Like you don't have to be extreme with it. Yeah. So you actually kind of touched on something that's perfect. Like explain your guys' methodology kind of as a whole. Like what are you doing with BB Fitness? You're so doing a lot like, of online training and yeah. what are you teaching? We've kind of meshed our training styles together for sure. <laughs> he takes care of the strength part. <laughs> I take care of the Metcon, which is like the cardio part. Okay. And we've just created really great programs that help people get the results they want and feel better about themselves, feel stronger. I think one of the, the biggest aspects of what we're doing, I think when a lot of people look online, they'll find one or the other. You know, you'll find just a strength program or just a, you know, metabolic type conditioning. And I think what we've been able to do is kind of combine the two so it benefits everybody. Um, yeah. You know, if, if somebody wants to do a little bit more strength, then they can focus on that aspect of it. And we give people the option, but like, like you said, it's not for everybody. It's not the best program out right. there. We're never going to claim to be the best because anybody who does that is, you know what? They're full of shit. They're full of right. shit. Yeah. Um, and, but the, everybody out there wants to do it. Listen, I, I feel like we've provided a great program that works for us. And, um, you know, we want people to at least give it a chance. And, and we've, we've found that it's given a lot of people the, their love for fitness back because yeah. it's, it's not just going into the gym. You know, that can get boring. So we add in her metabolic conditioning and somebody like me is like, shit, this is great. Yeah. You know, I get yeah. that at the end of the workout. Now I feel great going out of the gym. Yeah. You know, your heart rate's up. You're, you're burning your fat. And like you said, I mean, it, let's it, face it, when you work out, yeah. you know, you feel great if you're like dying at the end. Yeah. You're like, yeah, did something good. It's it's a good balance. Yeah. And, and yeah. we're pretty proud of what we've been able to put together. And like you said, we, we try and help people with a basic meal plan and stuff. And we've gone in depth in the personalized programs. But like you said, the, the number one thing is we've given a lot of people their love for fitness or created a love for fitness. And that's that's more rewarding than anything else is is. Getting those like messages yeah. where people are like, "You've helped me find like self confidence, confidence again, yeah. and the love for the gym again." And right. That really like makes us feel good. Yeah. yeah, like when you can tell you really shifted a person's whole paradigm, yeah. right? How they see everything, and like the health and fitness space, like you said, so many people want to pretend like what they're doing is the absolute best. Right. Yeah. But we're each individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have different needs, yeah. we have different right. imbalances. 
And so, like, maybe this program works right now, and that's cool. Like, yeah. and then you can try this program, and then you can, like, figure it out what Which works. One? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's no one-size-fits-all exactly. for everybody. It just yeah. doesn't exist. I no. think one of the biggest things that, that I've learned, like you said, is just to be honest with people. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody comes to me, and, and, you know, like you said, you learned this from Annie and Sal, too. They're very blunt and honest with people. Like, it's going to take time. Yeah. It's going to take work. There's no magic pill. Listen, yeah. there's no magic pill on our end either. Like it's, you're going to have to put in the work. It's not like you're going to go to the gym one week and you're, you're going to be healthy right. as can be. And you're going to see all these drastic changes, just buy in and believe in what we're doing. And, you know, okay. I think that if you're honest with people about that and, and if somebody comes to me and says, you know, this is the, this is kind of what I'm looking for and we can't provide that. I'm not going to sit there and lie to him. She's not going to sit there and no. lie to him and say, well, this, our program's the best for you because it's bullshit yeah. and it's going to end up coming back and biting the ass. Right. You, you have to be honest with your customers I mean, you have to give a shit. I don't care if I've, I've never met you. If you're going to come to me, I had better have the respect of, of giving you an honest answer and hoping that, you know what, maybe you're going to go out and try something and it doesn't work. And then maybe you can come back and we can reassess what you want. But you know, there's so many guys out there and, and trainers out there and online coaches are just in it for the numbers and the buck. Yeah. 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 I'd rather have five solid clients that, that we can make a huge impact on than 100 clients that never see any results. Paying you know, just yeah. paying. That's true, yeah. If you got to do it for the right reasons, yeah. and you guys obviously are. Um, how do you try to influence behavior change? Like, over – it might like be a hard question. Wise? Yeah, like, like <laughs> the way people view, like, health and fitness, and maybe to be a little bit more specific, have you guys ran across people who – they have this idea, like I mean, I'm sure you hear with women all the time, like I don't want to be buff. Like yeah. they, they have this idea, like <laughs> they don't want to be healthy. Essentially, like that's yeah. what I hear. Like they don't like the way healthy looks. They're yeah. they're so comfortable with how they look. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to change the way. I, I literally look. get those messages. People will be like, "How are you deadlifting that?" And like your legs aren't huge. Right. And I'm like, what? It's like, how, how Wait, do you realize how hard it is for women to bulk up? We like, have to really be trying. Yeah, I'm like, you have to really try. Yeah. It's hard. Well, it's like it's like goes hand in hand with trying to convince somebody that, you know, meal replacement proteins or like say, uh, you know, especially we're talking about first form, like level one protein or just any sort of protein. It's not going to make you fat. Right. Right. It's not going to make you huge. There's no steroids in protein. Like right. it, it's that same idea of a conversation. Yeah. It's just touching on the basis of why it can benefit you. Listen, it's it's going to be a battle no matter what when you're having that conversation with I somebody. I feel like yeah. the best way we do it is we try to connect with people, yeah. like create yeah. relationships with them Yeah. and answer any questions they have. And we're just as open and honest with them as they, we can be, even with our Instagrams, like I'm constantly posting like what I'm eating, what I'm doing, like yeah. trying to prove to women you don't have to like just do straight cardio all the time. Like right. it's okay to lift the weights. You're not going to get big and bulky. You yeah. don't have to it's eat low calorie, right? right. Yeah. I think that's the big. I think that's the biggest thing for women is a lot of them just don't eat enough. Yeah. So then they get. I get a lot of women saying they're like fatigued in the gym, and I'm like, well, how much protein are you eating? And they're like, oh, like 80 grams. And I'm like, well, yeah. How many How many carbs are you eating? Oh, like 50 grams. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's why you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> We're in a society that. Um, you know, instant gratification is where it's at. Exactly. Yeah. Fast, fast, fast. Now, now, yeah. now. Like, how do you how do you coach people as far as nutrition is concerned? With you, you coach people to slow down, take the time, do meal prep, cook, mm-hmm. or like, how do you teach <laughs> you know coach them through that process? We try. I mean, that's yeah. the number one aspect. Of, is she's gone over. I mean, for me, uh, the women don't really come to me. I they, mean, the biggest like, thing I try to get women. To like, Go ahead. <laughs> I've tried to get them to at least track because yeah. I don't think a lot of women are aware of how much they're eating or what they're eating. Women, we like to snack. I mean, typically. If we're home all day or even at the office, like, we're just constantly wanting to snack. I'm like, and track your food, everything you put in your mouth. Yeah. And then they start realizing, like, oh, I'm, like, snacking all day. Yeah, I'm people like, yeah. like to underestimate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I've just found with, with the convenience culture that we have, like, yeah. everybody wants processed foods. And they, yeah. they try to ignore, like, whole, whole real food. foods. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, 
fuck, man, just go figure something out and just, like, eat real food. If you can make it as simple as possible, so, yeah. like, meal prep services or, like, we've I've taught him the Instapot, like, throwing stuff in, in the love. Instapot for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. It's, and, like, like, the best thing your I've ever done. Your meal is fresh for oh all week. Like, I'm like, I put eight <laughs> chicken breasts in there, and I'm good for the week. 20 minutes, everything's done. Yeah. I'm like, the less they have to think about it, the better. Like, if you can have them set for the week, then they're good to go. Yeah. Just the less you can, like, think about it, mm-hmm. the better, right? Yep. That's why I'm glad she came along. Like, she's, like I said, I'm I'm on the 93.7 Lean Ground Beef kick right now. <laughs> I throw, like, four pounds in there and <laughs> just turn it on. I'm done. Like, because I used to put chicken in the oven, cook it for an hour, oh, and you have to cut it up. Four hours yeah. process. Now, now I can throw it in there. I'm like, damn, this is so much easier. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. safe great. Yeah. Cute Instapot. <laughs> so, you guys, have, you guys have different nutritional plans right now? Yes, yeah. pretty much. I mean, he I, eats beef, I eat chicken. Yeah, she's on the chicken. I mean, I'm, I'm taking in probably about 3,500 to 4,000 That might be the hardest thing as a woman is like dating somebody that's like fit too because I'm like, oh, you get to eat so much fucking <laughs> <She> food. <gets laughs> like it's not fair. I bet. I bet. <laughs> or he'll eat more and then he like loses <laughs> like, weight and like, I'm where like, does oh, it all cool. go? Where does <laughs> it all go? <laughs> oh yeah, she she gets pissed off. I'm like, hey, you, you want you want to go grab something? She's like, I can't eat anymore today. I can't have like protein. I'm like eating like right now. You want a bite? No. Has this like 10 o'clock oats? He's like, you want to bite? I'm like, no. Like I'm I'm at my limit. <laughs> this is why you guys argue in bed about who has the exactly. best cardio. That's exactly it. <laughs> or who finished <laughs> off the oatmeal and didn't replace it for the last egg. She's really bad at that. <laughs> Whatever. Fit, cru- she, or fit couple struggles, right? Oh, yeah. Who eats my coconut <laughs> Cool know, Whip? Right? Let's be real. <laughs> so what's your balance like with training as far as um, how, how much is online training? How much is – like I know you teach a lot of classes, right, Brittany? Yeah, so I train at Faster Fitness, which mm-hmm. is in Brentwood. I do personal training there Tuesdays and Thursday nights, and then I do their group training Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays. And then online stuff, we – I mean, I don't know how we balance that out. We typically answer questions yeah. within 24 hours. We write programs pretty much every week. Yeah. Just kind of carving out time to do it. Yeah. It's busy, and it's great. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, you can't complain. Like, it's one of the greatest things. I mean, to, to be able to write these programs for people, and then obviously that's that consists of a lot of day. You, you finish off the programs, and you try and get them to everybody by Sunday night. Yeah. And then, you know, throughout the week, you're answering emails and all that. And then, like, get, I'm – fortunate enough to work with some great teams in the St. Louis area, whether it be hockey teams or figure skating. And that's always been a passion of mine. But like I said, we try and f- find a good balance um, to sit down and really hammer out emails and obviously the social media aspect as well. So there's a lot of different entities that are combined into Honestly, this. Honestly, for oh, yeah. me, it's like so. a thousand times easier. Because I used to do all this by myself. So yeah. it's like now I got like another person. I'm like, here, Teamwork. you answer it's, these ones. It's funny too, like especially from the social media aspect, like, you'll know exactly who's responding to you and who's on it. Like, like, he's, like, so straightforward. He's like, yes, no. And I'm like, oh, da-da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, how are you done so fast? <laughs> we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with it. Like, anything she'll she'll post, like, on social media, on, like, on her account. Like, I'll go on the BB Fit and comment stupid shit on it. And yeah. We, just, yeah. we have fun with it. And, like I said, it's – it's um. We've already got a great following, even from the BB Fed. I mean, we started, yeah. what, about two months, ago, two months and, ago and where we're at right now. Like I said, we're just trying to create a culture. Yeah. Uh, we want people, you know, one of the biggest aspects of, of we want to have a gym, obviously, in, in the near future here in St. Louis. So that's the plan is to open up your own facility? We'd love to have our own facility here in St. Louis. Okay. Sports performance, group training, a lot of different aspects of it. Um, but right now, for us, it's about building a community online. Um, yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people miss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's great. You have all these online coaches and stuff, but like you said, it's, they have their clients. That's it. And there's no real interaction. 
what we want to try and create is, like you said, and I've learned a lot from Andy and Sal of what they've created with First Form, is creating that, that community to where everybody buys in, supports each other. Yeah, and, culture's you know, key. People all across the world. We have, people, we have uh, people from the Philippines, the UK, Australia. All these people sign up for these programs. And if we can find a way to connect all of them, I mean, you, then you have something. Yeah, it's pretty you cool. truly do. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing thing what technology has allowed us yeah. to do. Like oh, yeah. Through Zoom or Skype or whatever the case would be, like you can have a video conference with somebody anywhere in yeah. the world and like you can affect them in a very like yeah. real way. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty powerful stuff. That's pretty cool. What do you think, so? I think, I think we've, we're, we're just kind of getting our foot in the door with it. Um, you yeah. Know, but, but like I said, we have the right idea, and I think that um, – the biggest thing, if, if you're working in the fitness industry and in life, it's about building relationships first and foremost. Yeah. If, if you want to be successful, you have to give a shit about people mm-hmm. and you have to build relationships and take an interest in their life. Oh, and, 100%. And you, yeah. If you can't do that, move on. Yeah. Do something else. Have you guys checked out this new documentary? Documentary, with quotes, Game Changers? We I I heard about that the other day. You somebody was talking to us. We, that was, somebody was mentioning oh that way. the S two guys were, yeah. were in there. Um, Jay and those guys. Yeah, they were mentioning to us about it. Oh, okay. They yeah. Is that on like Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. That, so that's when when you walked in, I was listening to Joe Rogan. He was yeah. sitting down with um, Chris Kressler, who is uh, I'm not sure you're familiar with mm-hmm. him. He's I think he's a doctor. He was a doctor. He used to be a vegan, mm-hmm. and then now he got really sick from veganism, and then um, he just like dives deep into the research and just totes a very um, like balanced message of just like eating whole foods and like a more like om- omnivorous yeah. method, you know, yeah. meats and plants and mostly vegetables and different things. But this, um, what was the documentary before Game Changer? Was it What the Health? I don't know. It's, it was, uh, basically, it's another documentary yeah. trying to get people to go vegan. Yeah, I heard about Yeah, that. and there's just like a lot of like shoddy science yeah. and just misinformed. Just yeah. lots of misinformation, a lot of inaccurate claims. I'm just like, ah, I just didn't know if that was something you guys have had to like deal with yet. Um, I mean, cl- every once in a while you get those clients that are real stuck and like wanting to do a specific diet or they're convinced that's like the only thing that's going to work for them. Yeah. And I really feel like you just have to let it run its course. Like you have to let them realize on their own that that's not the right answer. Or if it works for them, then great. Then like they can oh, keep yeah. going at it. That's fine. But I think it's trial and error. Yeah, in yeah. Life. I it think really is. Anybody, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, you have to give people an opportunity to try something, and if it fails, it fails. Yeah. And I think that's the only way to learn and grow and find out what works for you. Right. I've failed fucking a million times in a lot of different things, and that's the only oh, way yeah. I've moved on and find out what works for me and what doesn't. Yeah. So I mean, you have to let people give them enough space to, you know, if that's what they want to do, work with them, be there, and then when it does fail educate them on why it failed yeah it's all one big ex- big experiment yeah. it is. and i'm not against veganism for the right reasons right. Yeah. i just have an issue when people try to like bla- yeah they think they're Push pushing their agenda yeah and like you're just blatantly using like <laughs> yeah. bad information yeah. you know what i mean like you're just because people believe it they'll believe anything they read absolutely what was in that documentary i was talking to mike taylor's from s2 he, he was talking about that documentary and i think when they go back to talk about the gladiator times and they they, they go back and talk about how the gladiators were vegans and this and that well then the reality of it is, is they were pointing out is like they only picked a small part of it. They were vegan. Some of them were vegans because they had to be. Yeah, like the, Yeah. It, so the point was, yeah, they. I think they did some sort of carbon dating. Yeah, and they found yeah. out like most of their diet was was vegetable yeah. based, right? And the thing is, like people ignore that gladiators were slaves. That's exactly. You know right. what I mean? They're like the lowest form of society. They were sent out there for people's entertainment yeah. to die. I think yeah. the life expectancy of a gladiator was two years. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, it's not like these people were getting <laughs> – yeah, the, they're not <laughs> high-level athletes, right? right? They're not in the NHL, the NFL, no. NBA. Like, it's not the same level of athlete. 
I think it, people need to be aware too. Like I didn't do dairy for a year and I'm lactose intolerant. So like, really? <laughs> don't be cutting no, stuff right. out just to cut stuff out. Like if you can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on all levels. I can do eat whatever the hell I want right now. Yeah. So I love meat. I, miss I love meat too. I love meat too. I want to start hunting so that way I can get like. Do you yeah. jerky? Yeah. Have you ever been hunting? Um, one time. Have you, I've <laughs> never been. I've only went one time. I shot a gun the first time ever with we her. You did. I took him to shoot his oh, first wow. gun. Wow, that was a big experience. <laughs> he was a, such a baby. He was so scared. <laughs> well, there's no guns in Canada, well, really. Well, the but guy next to us is like a huge gun. This, this guy next to us. So, so we're fucking. We're at the <laughs> shooting range, <laughs> so and I got this little handgun. I don't know what the, whatever the hell it was. The guys, like, do you want? What do you? Which one do you want? I'm like, which one's great? Which one do you suggest? Which one's great? It's all. They're all guns to me. What do you want? Looks pretty. Do you have a? Does it shoot bullets? Yeah, let me have that one. Um, so the guy next to me, like, I'm shooting, and then I'm trying to aim, and all of a sudden I hear, boop, 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 boop. Bullets are flying out this way. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Scared the <laughs> shit out of me. And he had some rifle. I'm like, I look at her. I'm like, I don't even want to be in here anymore. This scares the shit out of me. Yeah. This guy standing next to me. Like, what's he trying to do? Yeah. It was yeah. fun, though. Guns aren't my jam. Like, I, I had a handgun, and I um I never even shot it, to be honest with you. I feel like yeah. I should have one, and I you should do. be prepared with it because huh. you just never, you know. never know. You just never especially, know. I don't know. I feel like, like in your house, especially. Like yeah. Safety yeah. reasons. Especially now. Nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah, man. Just somebody comes into your home. like you. S- but, in the, but then again, like just having it isn't enough. Like You have yeah. to train with it mm-hmm. and actually use it and be prepared. But uh, as far as hunting is concerned, I'm only going to do bow hunting. Bow. Yeah, and the ultimate, be fun. Yeah, the ultimate goal is to go like, back country and like get like a big ass elk and then there you have like go. elk meat yeah. forever or forever. get like a bear or something a bear <laughs> now you're talking her i want it all i want just all the, all the meat he thinks i'm a hoosier <laughs> <laughs> why is that because i'm from troy <laughs> from troy troy missouri <laughs> well you're thank you you're, 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 you guys have a good wrestling team out there <laughs> we do that's my fault you guys have any paved roads out there or? yeah we do and back Gosh. roads they make country songs about no. troy don't they yeah. That's okay. You know I mean, we don't wear shoes awesome at Walmart, so, like, you know, that's fine. Walmart? Yeah. Walmart. That's, that's the like epicenter that right there. That's where <laughs> Did you hang out at the Walmart parking lot growing up? No, I didn't. <laughs> you know people that's that did, lot. though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a mall rat. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm from the backwoods, Missouri, as well, yeah. so yeah. I only know this just because I came from that <laughs> as well. We're like, fun, just, right? Yeah, dirt roads. Dirt roads, bonfires, four-wheelers. People's... They say like washers. Yeah. They don't not washers. Wars. Yeah, you throw R's where there shouldn't be. <laughs> washers. Just where we're from. I love it. Yeah, people are silly, man. No matter where you go, mm-hmm. it's interesting stuff. It's <laughs> it's just people in general. You know, yeah. I love I love just kind of people watching, taking in people. Like one of the biggest things we did something on Fox too. The other day, it's like you just you sit back and like you just never know what is going on in somebody's mind, what's going on in somebody's life. There's just yeah. so many different perspectives that you don't understand. You know, and yeah, like you never I know what people are going through. Well, that's, that's exactly it. I mean, I just from you sharing, a lot of people reached out and they had no idea. <laughs> that was a heavy piece. Yeah, you yeah. want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, no, of course. Yeah. I, I, I love talking about it now. I'm, I was in a place in my life where I ran from it for, for so long. Um, I lost my dad. Well, to even backpedal before my dad, I think that that's a big part of that missing is, you know, growing up playing hockey, um, we were everything hockey players you know we're put on a pedestal and that's the life I lived for so long and even before my dad passed you know you create this persona of yourself and you think you're more valuable than you are you think you're better than everybody and I and I didn't necessarily have that I just thought I was somebody special and growing up that was the the mindset that I had is I play hockey you know and and 
you come back to St. Louis and trying to be a big shot every summer I would come back and you're going out with the boys and just trying to play that big shot role. Yeah. You never really understand who you are. Your true sense of self is. Yeah. I was always pretending to be somebody I wasn't. And, um, when you do have that mindset, there's always going to be a piece missing. And, and a lot of people that are like that, they're insecure and there's something missing in their lives. And, that's what I always had. There was always something missing, and then I was trying to fill it with all these different things. And, and then I lost my dad, and it set me over the edge. That's where my heavy depression really set in. Um, you know, I was drinking heavily to kind of counterbalance that, to try and forget about it. Um, and it put me into a dark, dark place. Um, I was hanging around with a lot of the bad people, I was abusing substances. I was doing anything and everything to try and forget about it. And that only sunk me even further. And, and in doing that, I was pretty much every day I would wake up and I was thinking about how to take my own life. That's how my days were. People don't understand, you know, what it's like for somebody in that position. I was so low that literally I would wake up. If I were to get out of bed, I, that's my whole day. Yeah, like that's the I, win right like, there. You know, when you, you know, you hear people say it sometimes, um, you're driving in traffic and, you know, you're, you're just thinking like, what if I just pulled off you know i can do this right now right now it all that was a everyday thing oh dude i've been there it was sure it it was hard um and it took me to get to a point where literally i woke up one day i really thought i was going to do it like i I was planning it out i was going to literally take my own life that day and i don't know what it was something stopped me that day and i mean i was obviously god my dad whatever it be was right there in my heart, and I knew I needed help. And I something didn't feel right. Or it did didn't. Like, I just knew a thought coming to your mind. It was yeah. I just, I just stopped, looked at myself in the mirror. I broke down on the side of my bed, and I just said I needed help. Like and you I just picked knew up the phone. like that wasn't the answer. That yeah, wasn't the answer. Was the answer. Yeah. There's so much more, and and there's so much more to life. And it, it, I battled it, but I also wanted to live. I didn't want to live like that anymore. And the reason I was so low is because I never thought it was going to be better. I never thought that day was going to come where I was going to be happy again. I never saw any value in myself. Zero like it's, hope. there were so many things that come with that depression was your zero value in yourself zero hope you never see anything happening for you you're just you're in a terrible place and I like I said I picked up the phone I checked myself into a um to facility and I spent 12 days there talking to counselors therapists basically getting back and figuring out all these little pieces of my life that were wrong and it wasn't just my dad it was this this unsettling invalidated in myself of who I was in a person. It was losing my dad. It was this false pretense of who I was. Yeah. I could never f- live up to what I thought I should be. And, yeah. and that's, that's a huge, huge piece of it. So like I said, it was, it was, I was in a therapy for, for 12 days and kind of plan of attack to, to how to, I was going to get back into routine and get better. Um, it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. Um, it saved my life. And from there, it was day by day. Live day by day. Do everything you can to have a good day. And if you get enough good days, like I said, Sal said the same thing. If you get enough good days, you're, you're, you're doing something well. Yeah. Um, you're always going to have a bad day here or there. Um, but I learned how to level that off to yeah. where my bad days weren't terrible days. And, you know, 
like I said, it was just taking it day by day and moving forward. And then I started to gain momentum in my life and started doing things the right way. And fitness was a big part of that. Yeah. You know, so. I think it's important that you're willing to share that and have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I mean, you're a big, tall, handsome guy. Right. Like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, like, for real. I though. used to have hair. Yeah. Well, I used to be handsome. <laughs> I don't fucking have oh, hair. Oh, whatever. Bald. All the stress of my life. Get fuck, out I lose out my hair. Dude. You're a handsome <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, and you're, I mean, you're a high-level athlete. Like, you're an alpha male, right? And I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, looking out from the outside in, you, you probably people will just assume you have it all figured yeah. out. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're – but you're human just like any uh, like any of us. Yeah. And, like, having been an athlete myself for so long and, like, you know, I fought and I made it, yeah. pre- made it pretty far. But, like, your whole identity is wrapped up with what you're doing. Right. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when you do that for your whole – so your whole life you're saying, I'm a hockey player. Yeah. And right. then all of a sudden, like, if you're not a hockey player anymore, like, what the fuck yeah. am I? And then your huge support system goes away. <laughs> you know, family. Like, there's a lot of cascading, like, things that are happening all at once. But a lot – like, that's the story of a lot of athletes. Yeah. A lot of athletes don't make it to that highest level. Yeah, right. A lot of athletes don't make it, like, they get injured or something happens. And then all of a sudden – like your entire identity is stripped away and there are a ton of athletes who are are going through depression and they don't know what their identity is and they feel alone you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like they don't have the conversation you know when you are in that place you don't feel like you have anybody that you can talk to like you feel alone like there are people realistically like when you're in a better place you're like oh, i could have called this like 10 people i probably could have (laughs) called yeah but in that moment you're just like nobody fucking cares like who wants to hear this shit well and i think that's you know, it goes hand in hand with why a lot of athletes turn to substances and like, because that's the how they kind of ignore it or they turn away from it. I mean, they're, that they're used to coping with something one way or another, whether it be competition or whatever. There's always something to kind of fill that void a little bit. But like you said, once that's stripped away from you, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Right. It's very humbling. Yeah. It's, it's, I wouldn't change a thing about anything I've gone through. Because it's it's humbled me. I'm more grateful. Like you said, your, your podcast you did when you said you were in Nashville talking about great being grateful. I am gratitude. I'm so grateful for everything I went through. And people say, you're fucking crazy. No, I'm not. Because it's made me who I am today. I have an appreciation right. for life. I know who I am. I know who I want to be. And I'm taking steps towards that. If none of that would have happened, I probably would have gone through life and done the same thing my whole life and never changed. Yeah. And then now here I am. I have a beautiful woman next to me. She's got a two-year-old son Mm -hmm. named Lucas. And I'm moving in the right direction. And like I said, it's I couldn't be more grateful for it. And like I said, it's it's the best thing that's ever happened. So how long ago? So I'm I'm just trying to like yeah play it through based off just like the little bit I saw on Instagram with that that news story, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're like on the upswing after kind of having that low moment in your life, right? And then Brittany, you come into the picture doing the interview. Yeah. So I did this interview in November. I just got divorced. Okay. Beginning of this year in January. Okay. Um, I left him back last year. Um, but this is all very, very all very fresh, all very new. So I had come I was just in, I was married for three years. I was with my ex for 11 years and it was just an unhealthy relationship. There was like no support for my passions, what I was doing, any of that. And I finally just got to a point in my life where I was like, this isn't how I want to live. Like there's more to this. And I wanted somebody that, you know, fulfilled me, that helped me be a better person. Yeah. So made the choice to change my life, move, start following my passions and Brock was somebody I, I leaned on a lot. He was somebody who supported me no matter what decision I was making. Yeah. And I don't know. We just became like best friends yeah. that way. So well, that's a tough time in life. Yeah. I, I mean. was like a single mom, 
my family kind of struggled with my decisions, so I was very alone and just trying to figure things out. I was quit my old job, starting new jobs. I had moved from Troy to Baldwin, and it was just a lot of change. Oh yeah, at a hard time. Yeah. And well, I can relate to that because so I like. I don't know if what it was just being just young and dumb. I guess you could just chalk mm-hmm. it up to that. But, like, I got married whenever I was, like, 20 years old, mm-hmm. 21 years old. I married my high school sweetheart. Oh. I thought this was going to be, like, the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Right. You know, hindsight being 2020, we were two way different people. Right. We were, like, yeah. terrible for each other. And then, like, once we on the other side of things, like, you just realize, like, oh, man, like, that wasn't healthy. And I'm a way better human now, like, right. now that I'm not in that relationship. But – going through like that divorce like that's a very hard time right yeah. super low that's actually what sent me into one of like a, a deep depression yeah. to like tie into like kind of your uh story uh like it's i was at the gallery of mall like in the in my car with a gun in my hand like yeah. oh about to fucking yeah. put like i even put it in my mouth i'm like i could just yeah. pull the trigger right, right. now mm-hmm. i'm just thinking of my two yeah. kids i'm just like man like this this isn't the decision. Like yeah. I, I've had some friends who lost parents when they were young, yeah. like for through suicide. I'm just like, you see what it does to them, and I'm just like, I can't do that to yeah. them. So like, yeah. I had the wherewithal there, but to bring the worlds together, like I went through the divorce, and like it sent me through this yeah. fucking crazy depression, and like your whole world goes upside down. It's tough. And, and it's I think I, like I definitely probably would have been in that same place had I not had Brock and like yeah, the new amazing. support system I have within the fitness community for sure. Yeah, just community and like having people around you that's one of the things that to human experience that is just i don't know if it can be stressed enough how important it is right i think that who you surround yourself with is probably one of the most valuable things you can have in life yeah i think that it's important to have people who hold you accountable it's important to have people who support you and truly love you for who you are no matter what and that's one of the things that i found the hardest with everything that I was going through, why I struggled so much in being open about it. Cause I worried too much about what people thought. Um, I worried about how they would react. Um, my whole life was basically, like you said, being an athlete, how I performed. If you don't perform well, then a lot of people turn their backs on you. Yeah. They don't like you, whatever. It's the same thing in life. And for me, I was so afraid of how people would react to that. And it's, you can't live life like that. No. And and like you said, if you have good people around you who are going to support you and be there for you, and they're going to tell you when you fuck up, but they're also going to have your back and, and, and push you back in the right direction and want you to do well. And like I said, it, I've, my circle's gotten very small. Yeah. I don't trust that many people. Um, and it's for a damn good reason. Uh, and I've, I've, I've had a lot of people that have turned their backs. I mean, that's fine. I don't have anything against them. That's, that's their belief. Right. Um, you know, I did a lot of stupid shit when I was going through everything and, and I hurt a lot of people. And I can't stress enough, you know, how important it is to move on past that. Forgive yourself and then move forward. Yeah. And that's the only thing you can do. You can't worry about what everybody else is doing. And and I've been able to surround myself with very, very good people in the fitness community. Um, Guys, like I said, Andy and Sal, who've, because of them, I was able to take this thing head on. I, I was still very nervous about moving forward and talking about everything that I've gone through, whether it be substance abuse and depression, all that, um, because I thought, you know, what are people going to think? Yeah. You know, now, especially with the light, you know, when being in the fitness community, what are people going to think? Is that going to affect me? Is that going to affect how they see me? And you know what, Sal and, and they both, Andy said that, you know what, fucking face it head on. Yeah. People are going to have their opinions of you no matter what. Regardless. Yeah. You better, you're better off being very fucking open and honest about what you've been through, what you've done. Lay it out there. And that's all you can do. Yeah. Like the, the, the moment 
like the mom uh what momentarily I don't know the momentarily words, yeah the words just are not coming <laughs> right now guys holy shit I'm sorry yeah <laughs> but that short time of discomfort yeah. let's say uh, like where you're like admitting your yeah. sins or those hard yeah. things like the the lifetime like peace of mind that you have oh. and then like I'm sure you've gotten the message like you thank you so much mm-hmm. for sharing like the amount of people it's that crazy. you help. It's crazy. I, we've had, I think I've had over probably 200 or so messages. Yeah. You even go just in my comments about how many people are struggling and say, you know what, I, I needed this today. I needed this. Thank you. I mean, there's so many comments like that, and, and the stuff like that is, is only going to push me to make me maybe do, do, do want it more. Yeah. Um, I have a bigger vision of what I want to do, and I like obviously our fitness thing, but now with my story, I feel it empowering. Yeah. I feel like we want to share that it. too. Like. I get a lot of messages from women like kind of in similar situations where they feel unhappy like in the relationships so they're just like living day to day and that we also get a lot of messages like you guys are just like beautiful together and like your love is so true and real and it's like it is out there like I never thought you'd be able to find like a deeper love as we have and it's really out there like you just have to be willing to go find it and search mm-hmm. for it and don't settle Right. Like don't if you're unhappy, everybody's like, well, yeah, don't, that's yeah. Huge. And the same thing he said, like, don't worry about what anybody else is going to think. Like if people are mad at you for what your decisions are, you find new support system, you find a new family and yeah. you move on. That's a hard lesson, right? Especially, mm-hmm. you know, you have friends and family. It's scary. And it's hard. What people think it, it does matter to a degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But then on the, on the same hand, like on the other hand, it's like, it doesn't matter at all because no. it's, it's your life. You got to do it for you. If people truly love you, they should be happy. Yeah. And your decisions that you're making to make yourself happy. People are going to get over whatever it is. And if they, you know, if, if they hold on to it, they have their own issues. Yeah. Right. And really, you can't worry about it. Like yeah. I said, if, if somebody's going to hold on to something like that, that, that doesn't necessarily affect their life. They have their own personal issues and you can't, you can't let it affect who you are. Yeah. You can't take like, it personal. Like, like, no. Listen, if somebody does something to me, like I'll get over it. Right. I'll get over it. Yeah. Like, we have our arguments. We have communication, whatever. We'll get over it. But if somebody's going to hold on to something like that, like. You don't need them in your life anyways. Right. Like, uh, they're only going to bring toxic, you know, negative aspects to your life. And that's, like you said, something you don't want. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I think with, with everything that we have going on, I, I think our share our story is extremely powerful. And, yeah. like, I want to help more people. Yeah. I want to do exactly kind of like I said, I love what you're doing right now because you're allowing people to share their story. And I think that in, in especially when dealing with depression, especially men are so afraid to communicate, to start yeah. the conversation. And I feel like guys like you and I, the more we share our stories and the more public we are about it, it's going to help more people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like I said, in being empowered in the story that I have, you know, I saw it as a negative and now I see it as an empowering because I can turn this into a huge positive in life and I can share my story with young kids, with sports teams, with people who are going through the same thing and I can change lives, not just through fitness, but through that. And and that's my biggest goal in this is, is to change as many lives as I can. And that's one of the ways I can do it. Oh, without a doubt. And and fitness is a is a good partnering yeah. to that mm-hmm. because you know, in the instant gratification society yeah. that we have, <laughs> we just like to throw band aids onto depression. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Here, take this pill, yeah. it's an instant fix. Uh-huh. When really <coughs> the the cause is never really addressed in that way, right? Like right. you have to fix your diet, fix your recovery, yeah. mm-hmm. fix like your movement. Like you need to do all of these other things yeah. and then maybe like, okay, there really is a chemical it's imbalance yeah. here. Now let's, let's go. Yeah. To it's literally all about like just fixing your mm-hmm. mindset. Cause I don't feel like 
Like women are always like wanting, you know, to fix like a certain body part. Like their love handles and their yeah. bat wings. And they all want to have. I target fat I want to get that yeah. booty. <laughs> and I'm like, you really Squats. <laughs> and it's like making them realize though, like you need to enjoy the whole entire journey. Like you're yeah. never going to get to a point where you're entirely happy with how your body looks. Right. Like you're never just going to be like, I am so fucking hot. Like I'm yeah. so proud of how I look right now. Like you're always going to have little always. bits you're going to pick apart. Yeah. So it's just like learning to love yourself at every single stage. Yeah. Like just falling in love with who you are. Well, you walk by the mirror every morning and say, I'm so fucking hot. Yeah, that's what I do. Positive affirmation. <laughs> you have to do right? that. Right? You have to do that. And Put those sticky notes up. <laughs> you guys do that? You guys have like a vision <laughs> no, board or anything? No. I just we make him vision, tell me. We do the vision board like, things like that. Like, but. Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> I just don't want to, you know, I don't want her to hit me. You know, she's girls are violent, bro. They're violent. Huh. Savages. <laughs> we got to remind them who wears the pants. <laughs> <laughs> Girls really do have the power. Oh, she yeah. does. You Holy know what? It's totally man. fine. It's all right. It's okay. You got to pick your battles. Right. I get it. I totally I've, get I've it. I've learned that in life. He does the laundry, so we're good. Oh, do you? <laughs> she, she does the meal prep, and I'll do the laundry. Um, I think it's a fair trade-off. That's a fair trade-off. I, I don't I mind the laundry. laundry. <laughs> I actually do probably like 95% of the cooking in my house. <laughs> like, yeah. My girlfriend, like, she doesn't mean, like, takeout. <laughs> <laughs> she can pick up the phone like nobody no, else. Dude, when I want Thai, she's the best. <laughs> I'm That's in so, so much awesome. trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys get linked up with First Form? Um, well, I, I kind of knew of you know, some of the people. And then when I was at another gym, like I've known Cody Klein, some of the guys for S2, and they've worked their way up. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of mutual friends with Sal and Annie and these guys. And, and we just really kind of started to build a really good relationship. Oh, the same um, circle. The same circle. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Sal and Andy are, are two people that genuinely care. Chris Klein, too. They all do. They're genuine oh, yeah. people. They, people. They give a yeah. shit about people. Um, and they respect people who are real. Um, and they respect people who have been through struggle. And I've not hid anything I've been through. Um, and I think that they've kind of, you know, I went there, I think, after I was a few months. I was at a training facility here and just was unhappy there. Things weren't going well. They didn't buy into the, the whole fitness community thing. Yeah. They didn't right. buy into that aspect of it. They were very selfish in, in their, their mindset and the way that they built their business. I didn't want anything to do with it. So I left there and, and jumped on with First Form, called Sal, had a meeting with Sal, and, and met with those guys and was at First Form for a while. Um, and like I said, just built a really good relationship with those guys. And um, they've been three people that have changed my entire life, my yeah. outlook on life. and. Um, like I said, it's, we've just maintained that really good relationship and then her and I kind of started to pick up momentum, what we're doing. And then we started the, uh, BB fit. So and we still maintain a really good relationship. I believe in what they're doing. I believe in their mm -hmm. products. And yeah. I said, I just a mutual respect for, for everything that they do, because I've learned so much from those guys. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I think that just goes back to like the people that you allow around you and right. the energy you allow around you. I'm just so big on like constantly taking audit of the yeah. energy that is around me like yeah. right. i'll cut somebody off real yeah. quick exactly you I'm can man it's, it sounds bad but like i don't even hang out with my mom that much just because <laughs> it's like man i love you so much but i, I can't make I can't. you be healthy no, and like you right. want to live the life that, that you want to live and that's totally cool it's really weird right when you get to a certain point and you're just and you're like, like around p negative people and you're just like why are you like this? It's like, I don't get Why it. Are you yeah. your and you just realize like your parents are just people or whoever, yeah. whoever it is, your cousin, yeah. your uncle, your brother. It's, it's just like, <laughs> mm, it's, it. it's funny you say that. Cause like, it's the same situation with me. Yeah. Like you and I are very, very similar. <laughs> like we're like, I'm like looking in the mirror. I'm the same with my mom. Yeah. Extremely. She's getting better. I will say she is getting better, but there's a lot of negativity with that. And there's a lot of misunderstanding about what I've gone through in the depression aspect of it. Mm -hmm. It's just, you're mentally weak. You need to get better. I don't understand why you're, you know, you're dealing with this and you can't just pick, pick, figure it out and this and that. It's just, 
I, I don't buy into that. Right. I think that people need to understand, and she's kind of very old school. Well, this is the way that she was raised. You need to suck be it up, buttercup. And right. I get that, and I respect <laughs> that. It is what it is. But there's there's a lot of differentiations in, in the way that we see life and value people and, oh, and yeah. value things that, you know, I, I love her to death. She's my mother and she always will be, but there's times where I need to step back and right. separate myself from the situation. So, Oh, 100%. Yeah. I totally get that. <laughs> it's like a very hard thing to do. Yeah. I had um, a guy who was like a brother, a best friend for a re- really long time. And then it's, uh, at some point I'm just like, we're on very different paths. Yeah. I just got to let you keep going down your path and I'll go about down mine. And it just is what it is. Like yeah. there's right. no ill will, but you know, it's just important, like who you allow around you, yeah. who you, who do you align yourself with? And yeah. I'm sure you've noticed, like once you have the right people around you, like it just, it's like rocket fuel. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like rocket fuel. It, it makes your bad days, like even some of your, your middle of the road days, it makes them that much better because you have those people to clean, lean on. And, you know, you'll have that friend who knows, you know, yeah. he'll know if you're kind of struggling a little bit and make that phone call, you know, send you that stupid ass gift, <laughs> whatever it be. You always have those good people, those good friends. Yeah. And, and it matters. Like, true friends are the ones that recognize you know, your emotions and how you're mm-hmm. feeling. They recognize when something's wrong. Yeah. And it's vice versa. It's, it's give back too. So, yeah. you know, like I said, it's, we've, we've, we've been able to really establish that in our network. And like I said, it's not just first form. It's a supplement superstore is a big brother company too. Like mm-hmm. those guys are absolutely some of All the those best people, people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. yeah. And um, those are the people I surround myself with. Like I don't hang out with my old hockey buddies. I don't. And the reason for that is is a lot of them just can't get out of that mindset. And they still live that same life, and they, they still have that persona of who they are. Nothing against them. I, I would never talk shit on, on them, and but that's where they're at, and I've progressed. Yeah, you just evolved. You transcended that. And that's that. exactly it, and I've found great people. And, like, even her. You know, it's a little bit different for her. She's got a two-year-old son. So yeah. So you really have to, to protect who you surround yourself yeah. with. But, I mean, I've had to – I've not been – close with my family since I've left my ex and that's probably been hard because we were like super close before so but like they don't agree with what I'm doing so it's like a negative energy that I don't want in my life so it's just 100%, like yeah you just kind of have to distance yourself let them almost deal with it and if they want to come around then that's fine but if not you kind of find your place in a happier space and yeah realize the people you need are around you already yeah well you guys are like a great role model for just like the fitness community like you know as a fitness couple mm-hmm. um i mean obviously you guys are each individuals <laughs> but like you you've um i think that you're just setting a very good example of like what can be had like mm-hmm. with the right partner and and you yeah. have the yeah. same mission and the same goals and just like what can be accomplished when you find the right person to like build yeah. with right. i think that's super cool you're displaying that and then mm-hmm. Brock, like you taking like on, you know, stepping in and like being the stepdad. I was raised by my stepdad who yeah. I consider my dad. Yeah. Like, that's my dad. Yeah. But he's my stepdad. But he's still your dad. But it's yeah. exactly it's I think it's so important for guys to like step in those roles and be right. like, Man, like love is love, man. Exactly. I my my dad was extremely loving to me. He's one of those, you know, like I was fortunate enough to have a really good dad, but I've always I've always understood that that concept of just genuinely loving somebody and it's funny you sit back and I was always like I can always see myself with somebody who already has a son. I don't know what it was. Uh, something always told me that. But not a daughter. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> now I want a daughter. Yeah. We we got the son part <laughs> down so um but like I said I love the kid to death. Yeah. They both have changed my life beyond anything I could ever imagine. I was a scumbag growing up. Like I was, I was a hockey athlete, oh, dirt ball, yeah. just a scumbag. You know what? Wouldn't even mm. ever let a girl date or my daughter ever date somebody like me ever. Um, but luckily, like I said, you, you, it's a part of growing and, oh, and yeah. everything that's happened changed me beyond belief. But then I meet her 
And it's something that I never, ever expected to have. I didn't expect to go through life and, and have somebody like this. I thought maybe I would find somebody, but not somebody who just and brings out. we fought out. it for a while. Yeah, like, we did. We, for a long time. Like, uh, we, really? like we oh, yeah. knew we had, like, that connection oh, yeah. everything. And You're just like, nah. Love being around each other. Friend. Yeah, wow. we were just like, we're really good friends. You start making really up excuses why it can't work. Well, that's a Pretty in much. my head, I was my own worst enemy. I was like, there's no way I could ever be good enough for her. And uh. I'm going to do something to screw it up. And I then I'm just thought. like, he don't want nothing to do with like a single mom and a child. Well, and yeah, <laughs> start assuming. Yeah, like right. I, I just, you know, like I said, I, I, I have a past and I just never thought I could give over that. I didn't trust who I was. And then um, I just, I'll never forget, we were driving in the car one day and, and she said something to me and she said that, you know. We were talking about like, because we, we always were like, I love you. Like we always just said that, like no matter what. And then we are talking about dating for some reason. I think we both were like talking to different people at the times and. He's like, I don't know why you're like talking to that guy. And I was like, well, I'm just waiting around for <laughs> a you. Jelly? Yeah. Oh, a little bit. I a was little like, bit. Hey, a little protective. Like, what are you thinking? She's yeah. Like, and she just said that, oh, you know, I'm it. just waiting around for you. Pull your head out of your ass pretty much. And that day I pulled my head out of my ass. And I looked okay. at her and I said, wait, what? And she's like, I'm waiting around for you. And then for some reason, that moment, my mind just clicked and said, you know what? Let's give it a try. And it's been the best decision of my mm-hmm. life. I mean, right it changed on. my life. I, we've been full tilt ever since. And yeah. like I said, I look at her every day and just so grateful for her and Lucas. Like, I, I cannot put into words what they mean to me, to my life. And now I can literally just step back and live my life and, and just be t- totally happy with everything I have. That's beautiful, guys. Like, yeah. it really is. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> cheesy as fuck. But right? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> you know, man, life, life. I love it. Life is cheesy sometimes. I looked sometimes. in his eyes and there was the world. I know. Like, I, all, that, <laughs> all that cliche bullshit that I always used to make fun of and this and that. Like, I am that guy. And yeah. I'm totally proud to be that that's guy. That's okay, like, dude. I, I love every second of it. Yeah. He is. He still opens my car door. I do. I'm a gentleman. He makes the bed. I'm a gentleman. You know what? I, I am They're out there, ladies. They are. Find them. I just, you know, it's nice to, to, to be able to be in a position where people can see that, that you can achieve that. And that's not something that we think about on a daily basis. But from hearing it from you, like, you don't even think about that stuff. Yeah. We just are who we are. Right. And it's amazing how many messages and stuff like that. Like, And then when we do get those messages, I'm like, well, I can guess I can see that. I just mm-hmm. think that we're extremely, extremely lucky. In the I mean, I get a lot of messages just from people knowing me from before. Like, they've been following me on Instagram from, like, four years ago, whatever, when I started Instagram, to now. And there's, like... You are like a totally different person. Yeah. Just because like he's helped me open up a whole new side of me that I had like that I didn't even know I had like hidden. So I've just been able to express myself a whole lot more and yeah, work on that communication yeah, aspect. Communication. Uh, well, it just speaks to like you guys being real. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that that's we all um, positive. You know, everybody thinks you live this whole perfect lifestyle yeah. now that we're happy, and it's like no, like we still have our battles like we pick and choose our battles and we still working on growing together and yeah you know there's certain things that she hates about me probably i mean i don't know what but like it's the same thing like we just we're trying to feel each other out and help each other grow no i got one he likes to take bites of my food Uh, oh you're damn right who wants to share food she's not a share i'm not a share okay that's how he like shows love he's always like here's a bite yeah more family style yeah yeah you know i like maybe if there's like 12 rolls of sushi i'll share i'm always like here why don't you take a little bite and then i like and then no. I get my food, and he's, like, my, staring at me, and I'm, like, my, my question, no, I go, sir. Hey, how, no, sir. My, my little hint is, like, I'm, like, hey, how is that? Yeah. He'll be like, that, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, does that taste good? Is that pretty good? good? Is this <laughs> a little, little nibble? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I should taste test that for you. I'm constantly feeding my girlfriend. Are you? Yeah, it's just, like. See, that's love. It is. Love. She just takes my food constantly. I eat way more food. Why are you taking my food? <laughs> <laughs> I need this to live. <laughs> I give him credit. He shares with Lucas. I won't share with Lucas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, where do you I'm think the mean mom. <laughs> yeah, Lucas will share. 
<laughs> he like shares and it's gonna I'm mess like, up no. your macros if you share. He's you like, mom, can I have a bite? I'm like, no, it's hot. It's spicy. <laughs> she, she lies to him. <laughs> it's medicine. <laughs> Everything's medicine. It's so funny, like now, because he'll kind of do what I'm doing. Like he'll be like, "What you got, yeah. Doc? What you got?" I'm like, come here. He'll sit up next to me, and I'll be eating my little meal prep beef, and then I'll give him a bite, and he yeah. loves it, man. Yeah. Like it's just. It's so funny. Like they're like sponges. He like takes in everything. Yeah. Now he's wearing his hat backwards. He'll stand in front of the mirror and mm-hmm. pretend he's me. Like I love that stuff, man. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's just I look at him like I never knew what it was like to have a kid. I wasn't always around kids, but now I look at him like on a daily basis that he's around. He's like this little two year old creature. Yeah, his little <laughs> legs and shit. I just sometimes I just watch the stuff that he does. Just I'm little just humans. Little, little monsters. Yeah, it's crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's you. That is your kid right there. <laughs> his little facial expressions when he gets pissed off. Uh, yeah. It's crazy to see him grow, man. Just yeah. these little humans that are their own little thing. It's scary <laughs> to think you're, like, responsible for them. Like, I have to keep you alive and raise you. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm don't, sorry. Just don't, just don't break them. They'll right. <laughs> oh, know, my God. Right? They'll figure it out. Don't figure, like, forget them somewhere. Or, oh, it's never happened. Oh don't worry. God. You yeah. sure? Yeah. I never. hope not. My phone, though. I leave that everywhere. Yeah. Well, you guys are doing a great job. Thank, Thank you. you. So, um, man, so we've, this is an hour. This has been great. It's been is it already? Yeah, Woo. we're already there. <laughs> this has been a fantastic conversation. Yeah, Thank you, fun. guys. Um, tell the folks how they can check you out, um, obviously, individually and together. You can find me on Instagram at Britt Phelps, Britt with one T. And our BB Fit account is at BB Fitness Co. Co. on Instagram and bbfitnessco.com if you want to check out the Program we have our fit for the holidays yeah, that plug, it starts plug, plug December second. Twenty five days of giving. Yeah. Uh, we have literally over ten thousand dollars in gifts we're giving away. Uh, oh, we're picking wow. one person today. We got some great companies in, in S two first form, um, normal brand Lululemon. Diamond Family Lululemon. We're just gonna, you know what we wanted to keep people motivated for the holidays. So this is a great way to do it. You get four weeks of workouts and you get the possibility of winning a great gift. Yeah, that's dope. So, and I'm at Wilson B 25, Brock Wilson. Yeah. I'm not very that big of a deal. You don't have to follow me. Uh, but uh, you got a good amount of followers. Pe- yeah. pe- people follow Brett. People are like, hey, uh, your girlfriend, does she want to come in and do this event? I'm like, oh, yeah. Do you guys want me there or is it just... What's funny is before I was dating him, it. all the You're messages the I'm about you. I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. I'm just there. I just have the part-time camera guy. I am doing a great video. I, you know, I felt bad for her before because she used to have a little, you know, something. I used to twit S2 all the stuff. little shaker. She used to put her phone oh, in. So I'm a great it. camera guy now. Yeah. yeah. The whole prop it in your shoe thing. Yeah. But that's no, got to be helpful, right? Full-time cameraman. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Changed my world. Yeah. No, yeah. we honestly, we appreciate you. I absolutely love what you're doing. Yeah. And like I said, you know, positive people in the fitness community and just the community in general helping as many people as we can and the momentum you're going to have going f- moving forward obviously with Andy and everything else that you've had going on I love I love keeping an eye on it so it's it's awesome to see oh thanks guys love yeah. it all right on man well that's it all right everybody until next time hey guys I hope you enjoyed that episode if you are getting value out of the show do me a favor leave a rating and review especially on apple podcasts uh, that really helps over there. Just leave us a five-star rating and review. If you're listening listening on another platform, just leave a comment or share it or do whatever you got to do over there. If you do like you know, the audio experience, I know you'll love the video experience. So also check us out on YouTube, you know, youtube.com slash outside perspective. Go over there. You can check out, uh, you know, hit that subscribe button. You can check out all of the videos. And then, you know, 
I need to plug this more, but we have a website. Go to outsideperspectivepodcast.com, and you can check out any of the old episodes. Get on our mailing list over there. Just, you know, we won't spam you. We won't sell your shit. But if you want to stay in the know on when we are dropping new episodes, because at the end of the day, we record these, and sometimes, just depending on how fast we're, you know, we're, you know, sitting down with our guests, these episodes won't come out for two, three, sometimes four weeks after we've already had the conversations. So if you are following along on social, you'll see sometimes when I sit down with somebody, and oftentimes I have people saying, "Yo, when's this coming out? When's that coming out? When's it coming out?" And it's like, "Hey, go to the website outsideperspectivepodcast.com, sign up for our mailing list." And you'll be in the know. You'll know whenever an episode drops. All right. Again, I'm not going to spam you. I'm not going to sell your shit to anybody else. But if you do want to stay up to date as far as when episodes are dropping, that's the best way to do it for sure. So head over to our website, outsideperspectivepodcast.com. As always, super thankful for our partnership with Convergence Media Group. You can go to convergencemg.com and check them out or you can go to Convergence MG across all sh- social platforms. They work with companies across all industries and they will help you build your brand in this digital world. They'll help with uh, strategy and content creation and everything involved in growing your brand. So convergencemg.com. Check them out. Also, head over to imposedwill.com. Check us out over there. We have a full line of apparel. You can save 10% just by using the code OUTSIDE when you check out there. And we're just on a mission to help people be their best and impose their will on life. We all have the ability to do that, but it starts with the mind. The mind leads the way, dude. Where, where the mind decides to go, the body will follow. And uh, we just want to help you guys along that way. So go to imposedwill.com and check us out there. And uh, that's all I have for you guys. So I will catch you guys next time. I love you. Just keep being amazing humans. And I uh, will see you then. Or we'll see you later. Something like that. I don't know. I'm awkward. What do I do with my hands? I don't know. Ah. Love you guys. Bye. Mwah.